numbers to come back. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the More Than Dice. I think we're at one uh, forty-eight. Uh, Kathy and John are just now coming back, so we had a late start uh, to, or late end to our preamble. Uh, as you can see, they'll be back in just a second. Uh, if you're new to this uh, to our podcast, uh, welcome. Um, today we are going to be talking about holiday hobbying and just the holidays in period. Um, <laughs> they're yeah they're gone so uh, i have to kind of fill in a bit um yes i'm still upside down um because i'm still in australia and we're gonna be doing this um when they come back we'll get back together oh kathy's there boom Did you see that ninja you didn't give us two minutes i gave y'all two minutes i just had to start it up because it's seven o'clock <laughs> so they're coming back now um hey so welcome back I, I think we're on episode 148 kathy 148 sweet 148 <clears throat> episodes Can which you we believe have a it? ton of stuff which by the way guys we have a new person that's going to be under our more than dice network under our um RSS feed. yeah the umbrella uh through the void gate it's sx um war games they uh they're doing a podcast based on warcaster uh privateer press's warcaster so um <laughs> um and so they've joined us back underneath there so if you're on our rss feed you'll get a ton of warcaster information um so we, let's get to our business real quick we want to thank creature uh caster uh for us being a creature creator uh, we also want to thank Metalhead Minis, Lynn, um, also for hosting our stuff so we can sell some product and also hosting some Warfare Weekend. We want to thank Tectonic Craft Studios for uh, sponsoring the podcast, providing things to give away, and he's got some awesome MDF terrain. Dan's awesome. Uh, and also Muse on Minis for doing and hosting and distributing more stuff. Um, uh -huh. Other than that, um, <coughs> Gonzo is not the weird one. He's the different one. Um, <laughs> weird. Oh, he's totally a weirdo. That's, yeah, he that's is. sort of his thing. <clears throat> and such. So, um, let's see. John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, I have a screwdriver. Nice. Kathy? <laughs> I'm just reading Diomedes Industries. Did you know if you use black paper cut properly, you can block out all the non Kathy of this podcast? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Captain Mizzies can confirm. I uh I'm I'm drinking uh Riesling tonight. <laughs> Riesling. It's delicious. Uh I am actually gonna be drinking I do have some water here because I still am getting over some of the COVID effects. Uh, I still got a cough, so if you uh, see me mute my mic, I'm sorry, but I might have a coughing fit. Uh, but I decided to pull out a little bit of uh, McCollin 12 uh, mm -hmm. and have a little bit of scotch for tonight. So other than that, uh, John, do we have any shout outs? I know we have one. Yes, so we have one that I recall that's uh, David Prowse, the man who wore the Darth Vader uh, suit. The physical presence of Darth, Darth Vader. He actually did all the lines in the movie. They just overdubbed him with James Earl Jones, which apparently for the first one he did not know, which is unfortunate. But yeah, 
Um, anything, anything else? I can't think of anything else that, that I know of. No, not that I know of. It's, uh, I mean, relatively quiet week. Yeah. So, guys, please be safe out there. Wear your mask. Protect yourself. Limit your circle. So on and so forth. Uh, we want everybody to be safe so they can come back and enjoy Kathy's painting. John, which I hopefully, since you got a second monitor, you may do some streaming of MechWare Online. Oh, you're going to watch me play MechWare Online uh, poorly? That's fine. And You uh, know, if there's a paint. difference between watching somebody play a game poorly. Do, watching someone do anything poorly on Twitch is fun if they're entertaining at it. Great. <laughs> okay. So. I get to my ass whooped that be entertaining. <laughs> you're totally entertaining. You make me laugh. Something. <laughs> so, guys, please be careful out there. Cheers. 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 Oh, that's, oh, that's so good. Slightly aggressive. Oh, I can feel it hit the stomach. Woo! All right, let's go. Um, oh, you know what? I probably didn't fix the painting cams and such. I feel like it should hit the palate first before it hits the stomach, and you're I, just not doing it right. I definitely feel that it was. I mean, like I said, I can feel all it. All night, folks. Tip your waiter. It actually, did that come out okay? Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Wouldn't it be a wet palate then? Yes, it would, Dio. Yes, it would. Again. All right, still working on this lady. I'm going to have to do something. Uh, no, this is just regular aggressive. It's not aggressive for me. Just, uh, when I notice the uh, vodka in, a, in one this big, it means it's a little aggressive. We do have a good time. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. Um, so I'm still working on the flames, and I'm going to be redoing some of the yellows. I'm not yellows, oranges. Because the yellows, I'm sure this is going to be, it's really hard to see because it's that fluorescent colors steel but I'm definitely going to do a darker red and just kind of paint that on in certain areas because it was kind of messing up just water down yeah All you got to do. just testing it up some more so getting some orange out using uh, Pearl Acryl's orange which I really like is it out of my palette Look at all that separated paint. Yay. 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 <laughs> that means I have to print, print, cut out a whole new piece of paper to block out the non Kathy. <laughs> That's not even Kathy painting. It's someone else painting. Yeah. No, I'm way down in the corner. Yeah, it's just it's Kathy in a tiny corner. Tiny corner, Kathy. Tiny. Can nobody puts Kathy in the corner. <laughs> I mean, Gonzo just did. Gonzo. All right. So I'm gonna get some yellow. You're I'm gonna have get to more. move me. You realize that? Oh, here you go. I'll move you real quick. To like the 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 middle of the bottom. There. The middle of the top. I don't know. That's 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 back in the corner. <laughs> There, on the side. Oh, back in the corner. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> 
Okay. Below Drippin's follow, and hey, Drippin's, how you doing? Thanks for the follow. Much appreciated. Thank you. So we're working this orange while we're talking about the holiday season, because technically the holiday season is here, um, and it is um, going to be a different holiday season, because yay, COVID. I want, I want to right now give uh, Gonzo a understatement of the year award. Thank you, Gonzo. <laughs> different holiday season. Yeah. Um, no shit. <laughs> but. This whole year's been pretty crazy. Yeah, it has been. It's been pretty fucked up. Yeah. But uh, we got, we're, we're trying to do some stuff to kind of look after each other and do things. And so the holiday season can be one that is horrible for certain people and you know we're here to help you with that and like holiday projects um because one of the things i want to do is i want to try to get this guy painted up or this girl painted up as much as possible uh, and show her off but also i want to get this guy painted up too um because he just like really 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 needs it and then uh work on my illicit and then possibly my um giant so I want to try to get some of that stuff done. But I do get a little extra time, more time off than in a lot of other people. So, I mean, I've got a little bit of time to do this in. But I also have a lot of video games that I've been playing. Which I'll probably get done with most of those. Except for Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. Um, Two weeks? Yes. And I'm so looking forward to that. So, so looking forward to that. Yeah, I know uh, because it delayed uh, MechWarrior Online 5 coming to, or MechWarrior 5 coming to Steam, and apparently they're going to port it to Xbox also. Oh, well. That'll be cool. Not that I'm playing MechWarrior 5, but hey. Legion Air says, I don't know about you guys, but this holiday was great. I didn't have to travel to see the family for the first time in 17 years. I finally could rest on the holiday. <laughs> I kind of felt that way, too, even though oftentimes the the family in this case is, is Jim's family. And they're only within 10 minutes drive or an hour's drive, depending on who we see. However... It's always to their house. It's never having it at our house, which means I haven't ever had a chance to cook, which is why yesterday, or yeah, yesterday was Saturday. I already kind of skipped over Sunday in my head and went right to Monday. Um, I'm lucky I'm even here. <laughs> uh, so I got up at 6.30 yesterday. I started the turkey... The stuffing, the stuffing I had cubed all the the bread the night before, Do you, want you know, eggs? to kind of dry it out. That's how you get Any side storm. Thank you for the subscription. Yeah, thanks. Three months in a row. Appreciate it. Yay. And uh, so stuffing was being prepared. Turkey was being prepared. Uh, what else was being prepared? I feel like other things were at any rate. Well, you made the wrong cranberry sauce in advance. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious how you got the ridges in it still. I mean, that's like a mini uh, pie. You know. 
I, do I don't care for that. the ridges. I may be an outlier here. But I like, like the whole berry, you know? I like the whole berry. Just saying. No, the whole berry is good also. Don't get me wrong. But for Thanksgiving, there are traditions. I need ridges. I need God as my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. Uh, that's fine. I mean, God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. That's a timeless classic. I mean, that's a given. Absolutely. I'm like, I have to watch it every every, every Thanksgiving. I don't have to watch the whole episode, just that part. In fact, the more <laughs> of that part you get, the better it is. And then, and Alice's Restaurant for me. And Alice's and Restaurant. So, and I was just, I was able to share that with the world on Thursday this year because we were at home and I could stream. Yeah, our local, uh, one of our local radio stations has played it every year for as long as I can remember. That's very cool. At like noon on Thanksgiving, just do that. I'm like, awesome. Dahaya uh, says, after the last of Kathy's short stories, I randomly wake up in the middle of the night and shoot holes in the walls. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I may have to read more Lovecraft on uh, on stream. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, is that to rats? I like rats. As long as they're pet rats, not like wild rats. Wild rats. No, the, the rats, the ridges are for their pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 whole berries, man. That's for my pleasure. You know, I'm not gonna touch that. Let's just continue. <laughs> That's fine, I'll touch it. Nothing. <laughs> I'll put the local sports teams. <laughs> They're all dying. They all got, they all got the road. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, yes. Luckily, not literally speaking. Thanks. This is all sort of completely off the rails. It's the holidays, isn't it supposed to? I mean, depending if you're, you know. Ooh, jasmine tea. Oh, jasmine tea sounds good. Actually, no. Screwdriver sounds good. Mm. All right. So, uh, holiday projects and holiday hobbying. I think that's what our topic is. Yeah. And, you know, just what you can do during the holidays, kind of keep busy. Because, you know, a lot of people have to, have to stay home. And, you know, that's kind of a bummer for some people. So, just things you can do to keep busy. I mean, like I said, I definitely want to get started on my giant. Um, and get him started working. Um, but I kind of want to get this one done and then work on a couple other small ones, but I may just skip that so I can get to the giant because that giant's badass type thing. So, <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure Kathy's probably going to, you're probably going to be streaming during all the holidays as much as normally possible. Yeah, I don't plan to take any days off unless it's, no, actually, yeah, I don't really plan to take any weird days off, like, I don't know which date Christmas is, if anybody can tell me what day of the week that falls on, but oh, it's depending on what I'm doing and not doing, I may just, you know what, read stories then, too, it'd be nice, gather, gather around the fire and, uh, Listen to the world burn with Kathy. <laughs> it's a little too on point, I think, but fair. Just remember, 
Jack Frost nipping at your nose, chestnuts roasting in the open fire. Not vice versa. <laughs> it's important. You want your chestnuts roasting on an open fire? Is that what I'm hearing? Want, you know, Jack Frost roasting on an open fire and chestnuts nipping at your nose, that's just fucked up. That's very orange now, Gonzo. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tone it down a little bit once I get it all on there. It'll it'll go down with uh, I'll get some more yellow in there. There's just a little bit of blending issues that I'm trying to get rid of because I screwed up the red a bit and screwed up the yellow and so I'm just trying to clean up. Maybe more layering, more layering, more layering. Oh, as long as you keep it thin, it'll be all good. Yeah. I never blend my flames. Well, this one, whenever I dry brushed it, the the 3D printing did have some ridges on it, but of course they're real thin, you know. Oh uh, yeah, dry brushing does pick up every single one of those imperfections. And so I'm gonna have to like kind of paint it on, and then kind of wash in the yellows and paint on the reds and get you know more tips on it type thing, um, just to get it to do better. Because I noticed that when I was dry brushing, I was like, this isn't. Not that it's doing bad, it's just that it's very, it picks up those little ridges, and you're like, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I'm getting more to the point where you can dry brush a ton of things, but maybe you shouldn't dry brush all the things. You can dry brush a ton of things, but when you see those ridges there, if you just go over that a little bit, yeah, with a, you know, either a lighter or darker color, depending on where it is. You can usually just disguise it, yeah. you know, with the little thing that's where it isn't coming into my brain. That thing. Basically, it's a little paint. A little paint to disguise it. <laughs> the optical illusion is what I was there trying to spit out. <laughs> but, of course, only the trompe l'oeil shows up in my brain, which isn't even English, so... Yeah, just that's, trying, to, that's... trying to get rid of some of that type thing. So, so holiday products are interesting because I know some people on Facebook and or Twitter run giant uh, mini swaps for Christmas, which is very cool. Yeah. But I think most of those have filled up now since it's the end of November. They want to give everyone time to paint and ship. Yeah. But that's always a cool holiday project. I know some people also give uh, models, you know, painted models or, you know, custom converted stuff for Christmas to other hobbies, which is super cool. Those I, are always good holiday projects. Which I uh, which I wish I would, would have got in um, on the Gunpla Reddit um, one. They did a Christmas and they swapped um, Gunplas. And I was like, people were getting, you know, some really cool stuff. And I was like, dang, I should have jumped you in. You can always, like, surprise send somebody, uh, you know, just get on the Amazon and surprise ship somebody dice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a stocking stuffer. Did? Where did these dice come from? I don't know. They just showed up in the mail. I mean, as long as you say it's a gift, they'll show up there and they'll be like, who the fuck sent me a gift? Random dice. <laughs> With a random number generator. <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I don't actually generally do any holiday projects from a hobby standpoint. It tends to be, you know, same as it ever was. Back in the Games Workshop days, we'd be working on our 
objectives or something for whatever the big Christmas event was at Games Workshop, whether it be, you know, square-based uh, objectives of uh, presents or uh, Fit Warmer Fantasy or what have you. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. You know, just got some, we got some of these pre-made presents that people make up, you know, little, like you'd use for other sort of modeling, and I just glued them to a base. Snow flock the base and get a little snow flock on them with a little bit of paint, a little bit of glue so that it stuck on at points. It looked like snow full in the presence. Was it amazing? No. Was it good? Sure, it was fine. Got the point across. It's quick and easy. Sometimes what you need. I miss that a little bit. The whole uh, holiday event's always pretty cool. Um, Did they come up with a uh, sort of holiday themed campaign? Uh, maybe not campaigns, but rules for a tournament sometimes, you know, uh, Ed Spedigue was always good about that. They were usually crazy back in the day, but, uh, you know, as the Games Workshop got bigger, that became a little bit harder to do. But that's always cool. Like I said, I don't really do too much otherwise, just ever forward as far as uh, it goes for me and the hobby. So, I mean, I'll be that's honest. Usually a lot how I am. Um, yeah, it's uh, the closest thing I got to thematic painting of a holiday thing was the uh, the pumpkin goblins, <laughs> which were super fun to do. Mm-hmm. But now I'm painting Carl and Gonzo is working on what is Gonzo working on? Uh, this still work. Isn't there a, a command for that? I don't know. Yeah, I thought we had, um, what is we it? We have a command, but... I don't know what it is. What is it? Yep. And it nope. says, my goblin pumpkin rider. Oh, just what I thought you stole it. I didn't. You it, well, stole mine. Yeah, weeks ago, like a month ago, I did. I changed <clears> it. I mean, punk, Kathy, in this case, we do have to give Gonzo a pass. Wait, Gonzo I'm sorry. Pass. Yeah, Gonzo was sick. But... It was over a month ago when I changed it to goblins. And if you were working on her before I started my goblins, just saying. Yeah, I was sick for two and a half weeks. You were dying for two weeks. Uh, Thanks, Captain Mizzy. That's no excuse. <laughs> I mean, I think by definition's excuse, she was actually pretty good as excuses go. It is, yeah. Catching the plague is a good excuse. Yeah. You know. Amos magic. Um, was this one? This wasn't. Um, Captain Misery took care of it. Oh, did Sherry take care of it? Okay. Yes, yeah. she did because she's her mod. She's on top of these things. Yeah, she knows. She knows the score. She knows her shit. Yeah, Playmacia. Oh, it is the same link though. That's funny. <laughs> Good point, Captain. That is true. Yeah. yeah. They, the they same both... link. They both came from the same uh, Raging Heroes Patreon. <laughs> yeah, one of them, this one is the one before. No, they're all the same. Yeah, all the yeah. same one. Yeah. Put the rest of yellow in there again. So, so to answer your question, uh, Hootie Hoot tonight is every Sunday night is our podcast where Gonzo is usually the one painting, and we're just talking about, you know, whatever geeky subjects we feel like. And 
tonight is all about you know, just talking about the holidays and our hobby and do we do anything different during the holidays with our hobby? Yeah, normally it's just the scope of what we can do because we have guaranteed days off during the holidays so we can do something bigger. Some people paid. do. Yeah, yeah well, fair. Which a lot of people have the day after full tummy days, they call it some places the day after Thanksgiving off because no one wants to work the day after Thanksgiving. And I feel sorry for everyone who does. My apologies. Oh, I've had to, I've put in my time in retail and yeah, day after Back Thanksgiving day. and and day after Christmas in customer service. Ugh. Yeah, that's no bueno either. I'm actually surprised that more places are giving the day after Christmas off and not Christmas Eve. That's weird. It used to be that we'd always get Christmas Eve off for, and then I think Games Workshop was the first place where, like, non-retail place where we work Christmas Eve, but work like a half day. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, post office, you put that stuff express mail, they will deliver it on Christmas Day because they are amazing like that. So we'd come in, do some orders, and we'd... Uh, uh, we usually have an event out of it, maybe play some games, have some food. Uh, there's usually some sort of presents bought by, you know, Games Workshop, which is super cool. We did one year where we all had board games. We did, uh, you know, standard uh, gift grabbing, white elephant sort of thing. That's uh, where I got Lord of the Rings Risk, which I have never played. <laughs> oh, I've played Lord of the Rings Risk. It's disappointing, just like you think it would be. <laughs> That's why my friends never played it with me. I did, though. One of the other uh, young ladies got uh, Formula Day back before it was released in the U.S. as Formula D. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a really good game. And then when she left Games Workshop, her last day, she gave it to me. I played that a lot more, but that's because Formula Day is a good game. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I have the American version. And it's still fun, period. Oh, yeah, it's still a good game. But those are like, that's like standard, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving, after Christmas fair is board game days with the guys. It's less more miniature games because you usually get a bunch of people together. So it's usually just us getting a bunch of people together and doing some board games and what have you, eating food, drinking stuff. I miss Generally, board game days. Yeah. yeah, I miss a lot of that. I mean, to be fair, it probably would be reasonably safe to have, you know, one extra person over, play some miniatures games, but we're being extra, extra safe. Yeah. Because why fuck around with it, right? Yep. Captain um, Izzy gets a four to five day vacation this year. You are awesome. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's good luck right there. It's we get an extra day off? I don't know if we get extra day off. I'll check that when I get to work tomorrow. See if we get an extra day off or not. I know we get Christmas day off, so we get the Friday off. I don't know if we get the Thursday off. And I, don't, I know we don't get the Monday off. Christmas day is Friday? Yes. Okay. I mentioned that earlier. I actually have a calendar right next to me, Kathy. An actual physical calendar. <laughs> I used to, but it was Look, the wrong year anyways. So, yeah. Actual physical calendar. They're useful. Mine is in the kitchen. My niece bought that for me. Well, it's, I mean, I'm going to keep it in the kitchen. Uh, Banyan gets one from whatever thing he supports for that, so that's all good. 
but my niece got me a uh, Star Wars one because she doesn't like Star Wars, and I usually my mom used to get me a calendar every year, so now the niece does. It'd be easier if she opened it up and put everyone's like birthday and shit on it. That'd be great. <laughs> Facebook doesn't oh, do that for you. That was the best thing about living at home. You're like, oh, I don't know when anyone's anything is. Hold on, flip the calendar. Okay, it's there. It's there. Well, mom would just get the calendar and just write in all the how all the birthdays and everything. You know, when she first got it, I'm like, excellent. Now I know when everything is. Have you asked her to do that? Because I bet she would. She probably would. I mean, we got Facebook now. Do we need anything else? <laughs> you do, because there's people that don't put uh, their birthday in there. It's it's optional. So well, then they don't want to get wish the happy birthday on their birthday from John well, on Facebook. That's true, yeah. Or they do, but they don't want to get inundated by a, a multitude. A plethora? A plethora, a plethora. yeah. It would be a plethora. No, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, holidays. Comes up with your holiday projects besides wanting to get to those giant and all. I have a pretty extended holiday break, of course, because I'm a teacher. And so uh, I probably be playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077 because um, I'm sure I'll be done with Assassin's Creed Valhalla by then. Um, which I'll give a review at the end of the podcast. Because I'm not done with it, but I'm definitely can give a good final 100% review about it. Um, you're not done with it, but you're done with it. No, no, no. Actually, I'm, I'm still playing it. I haven't finished the story. And I haven't done the collect all the crap and do all the things. But definitely I can give a good, you know, solid review of the game. Because um, I think I've got like almost 60 hours in on it type thing so oh captain mizzy with shots fired over there what you say i can't see oh you're going to read that yourself i know <laughs> spoiler he's a hoe oh <laughs> I'll, I'll elaborate on that later <laughs> no you'll elaborate That's on okay. it now oh do it now okay so um AC Valhalla, you play as a Viking, um, which is uh, kind of weird, being that it's Assassin's Creed, and you know, Vikings aren't very assassiny, you know, type people. They just walk up and kill the shit out of things. <clears throat> so in this, uh, you know, you can do relationships and have relationships with a lot of people, and not get in trouble for having more than one relationship. So pretty much anybody and everybody that um, is wanting to like flirt with my character, I immediately like, yep, yep. Oh, I've got to take him to bed option. Yep, take him to bed. Um, so that was I was joking with her because I was like, oh, French lady started hitting on my care hitting on the character because I saved her life. Yep, I'll sleep with her. Um, some lady in um, my settlement. Yep. I'll hit on her, take her to bed. Oh, my Jarl's wife? Yeah, I'm going to hit on her and take her to bed, too. <laughs> so it's like just betting shark. everybody. Yeah, my character's a hoe. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, it's just we were joking about it because it was like I actually, uh, in the game, uh, one of the male characters hit on me, and I was like, nah, I'm in the middle of uh, drinking and getting drunk with a bunch of other people. And... Uh, didn't take that route on that one, but, and there's nothing, you know, they don't, 
they're not prejudiced against anything. You just go ahead and do it. And it's open to everything, which has actually been really, really good to see some of that. Because you can play as either a male character or a female character in the game. And I chose the male character because I didn't like the animation of the female character that well. Fair enough. Um, it was like the running animation of the female character just... It was like it was an afterthought. She was running really crouched over and everything. It just didn't didn't sit well with me. So I chose the male. Didn't do it for you, so to speak. Yeah, and you can cha- you can technically you can change in the middle of the game if you wanted to. Like, oh, I want to go back to playing you know a female character. I'll go back to playing a male character. You can, because at one point there was one time uh, the dialogue because uh, I'm playing as a male character, the dialogue. Um, said I was female. I was like, yeah, she's over there doing this. I'm like, I'm a dude. Hey, I'm a dude. So, it was okay. I mean, the game's really, really good, by the way. Um, and it's really interesting. So, um, I'll give a better review during the media section. But, yeah. That's the reason why she says I'm a hoe. Because my character is sleeping with everybody and anybody that he can. It doesn't care who or what they are. Than that. Um, like I said, definitely want to get some painting in. Um, I'm going to see if I can try to get some games in with a few select people um, that I know I can, you know, kind of trust. Because uh, I want to get some games of Warcaster in. Um, I want to get some games of Marvel Crisis in. Um, I'm probably going to be doing a bunch of 3D printing because I think I talked with my. I went to my local game store uh, during the day when it was. I knew there wasn't going to be anybody there, and I uh, talked with him about. Um, he's planning on doing a small, localish convention. Um, early in the year, not like in January or something, but just earlier, um, like April. And there's not going to be a lot of people. I think it's like maximum is maybe forty people, uh, but he's got like a huge area built out for it and I was thinking about printing off and doing a um, Northern Alliance army with my giant because that giant model is just fucking badass and play in that Kings of War tournament but um, they're still waiting to see if they're allowed to because the city is still holding back of whether people can have groupings of more than whatever type people so Fair enough. Uh, I mean, 40 is not bad. And he's got like a big area, so it's, it's not too bad. But I mean, still, is it worth it for a tournament? I don't think it is. Yeah, I mean, and Decker says he, he may have to hold on to it, hold off. He's just kind of like, yay, nay, yay, nay type thing. So we're waiting to see. He's waiting to see. Yeah. He's still kind of iffy. It's, it's frustrating. It is. Yeah. Especially it is. Me. There's no doubt. But. You know, you have to do what you've got to do. Yeah, safety first. Yeah. So, I have a feeling the state or the city is going to say no, and then we'll just have to do it at a different time, which gives me more time to build the army, paint it up, blah, blah, blah. Well, the key is to find out, rather than just say no, like, okay, what kind of space Correct. And that's, that's what do we need to do something? Because if you have enough distance between everyone... I'm all for whatever event. If you can find a place that's got a giant hall, just needs some money, and you're willing to run an event there, and you can space everything out enough, who cares? Right? Yeah. It's safe then. Safe-ish. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. Is these the the 
the hotel will not give him an okay until the city says something. But the I know if it's the same place he did it last time, he could definitely space out, you know, 40 people and it would be, you know, well spaced out type thing. Yeah, it's just, I mean, unfortunately, we, uh, <laughs> to finish off this COVID part of the topic, is we didn't do things right in the beginning, so now we're paying for it. And it's going to be longer, just like they said originally. Which uh, I, I sent that to y'all, but I, I noticed that um, GaryCon is now virtual, which I thought was because uh, that was during the same time that Adepticon was kind of be, and they went virtual. Oh, yeah, there. oh. that's unsurprising. Spoiler. There's not going to be Adepticon next year. Like, I'll be honest, anyone looking for an event, if it's before God, November, forget about it. It might happen. It's really, really unlikely. Yeah, I'd, pr I'd plan on there not being I'd say any conventions maybe, Yeah, before then. I, I would say after, I'm going to be, after May, I would think the chances of you getting it go up as you get closer to the end of the year, but I still would not even, I think at, at, at November you're looking at maybe a 75% chance or so. Anything prior to that, based on what I've heard, not going to happen. You have a big fluffy thing. I do. Yes, this is Squishulu. He was with me when I was reading the Lovecraft short stories. I mean, that seems only apropos. Uh, my Cthulhu is downstairs. I have to do Christmas decorations on it, which means I put a Santa hat on him. Because that's what you do with the Cthulhu, right? You give him a Santa hat. This is my Squishulu. He's big. No, my mine's big like stuffed animal type. He's kind of lanky though, not quite as uh, he's not a chunky boy like Squishy Loop. Squish, I can't. He's very chunky. He's round. He's a he's spear. Chunky. He's a spear. <laughs> he's a spear with tentacles. He's got tiny little wings up on the really tiny little wings. They're adorable. He is very uh, almost chibi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain Missy, I've been drinking. I'm not going to say that. Squishulu. Yeah, no, can't do it. <laughs> Squishulu. I can do it if I enunciate it properly. I just leave the extra th out. It's squishulu. It just runs together. Yeah, that was, that's that's where the tongue gets tied. In the brain, no. That's fine. I don't even think I can cuddle with. Sorry, I man. I can cuddle with Jetfire. He's a little big though, and not cuddly. Not really cuddly at all. I'm gonna lie. They're gonna lie. Not cut. Actually, hold. On. Here we go. Is that better? Aww. It's tiny, but that's what I got. Or uh, the, the child. I can I cuddle with the little 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 Aww. child. Aww. He's little. He is. I feel like I'm gonna put him in the middle of someone's uh, nativity display, but people might get upset about that. You know what? The only people who would get upset about that is people you don't care about. <laughs> I'm just saying, if my mom, who's a devout Catholic, walked into the house and saw baby Yoda, the child, in a, in a manger scene, she would love it. She would appreciate it for what it is. She would also appreciate if I had Larry Moe and Curly as the three wise guys. 
Which I kind of want to do. That does sound pretty cool. All right. Um, okay, we've done some gonzos. What are your holiday plans or holiday hobbying or what have you? I mean, at some point you're going to finish Carl Fulu. After Carl comes my uh, my maiden voyage into oil paint. Oh shit! Uh huh. With what model? I have uh, I have some busts, and they are going to be Lovecraft busts. Oh shit! So it's going to be. I think December is just going to be a month of horror. Possibly in more ways than one, as I figure out how to use oil paint. <laughs> I figured you might do that goblin in oil paint. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Ryu. That will be interesting to uh, see. I'll have to tune in for some. Are you... Wait, is that supposed to say, are you Spitfire? Because how did I not see that before? I don't know. Is it R U Spitfire or or Ryu Spitfire? I would go Ryu Spitfire because Ryu's would actually. Would you? You would too. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be R U. Yeah. And Spitfire. Yeah, I'll just stick with that. That's where my brain goes right now. No, it's it's Ryu. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you. So oil painting and and uh, I mean like it's a weird year. I mean because. I mean, like I said, I don't know about you, but I don't generally, like I said, I don't generally do anything special for holiday hobbying or anything. It's just more days. Just more days. Uh, the only thing I've had to do in recent years is plan for the hobby streak during the holidays. Which is generally not a problem because I just get up and I'll do it before I go or do it when I get home. You know, whatever. Uh, at least yours says I don't understand. I just don't understand why oil painting has suddenly become a thing on many painting other than Vince has started doing it. I mean, these things come and go. Sometimes. Because uh, Jim was doing it and he makes it look like fun. And so everybody else went, wow, that looks like fun. And it seems to make things easier. So it sort of became a thing. Two things people like fun and easier. He's, he's very good at explaining it i mean he has been called the bob ross of miniature painting well yeah he's gonna be standing I... behind you telling you what to do god no <laughs> i have a feeling kathy would not uh would not sit for that <laughs> i was gonna say stand I, I, could just, I could just see it though him standing behind you and like you do something he's like no oh, and, you know he just and he would do it on purpose just to be silly he wouldn't be you know not mean or anything just because you know he's being a dork but i could see him doing that no no <laughs> no because everybody's everybody's journey is different so yeah. he absolutely would not ever tell somebody they're doing something wrong the only times he's ever said like, I'll ask him, I'll be like, what do you think this is done? And he's like, I don't know. It looks like you could prime it over and start again. <laughs> you know, but that's after it's all finished. So. <laughs> well, they say art projects are never completed, just abandoned. 
but we both do that to each other. Like, ah, yeah. oh, looks like it's ready for the priming stage. Wow. But other than that, you three you should, should hydrate. hydrate. Um, well, I don't have you any just water. Hydrate. Hydrate, ish. Scotch. Mmm. That's some damn good hydration. Oh yeah, I actually used to drink more alcohol. Really, I do. There's a little bit of water. I mean, there's some water in the orange juice. <laughs> oh, I forgot to get. Two thirds are bratty. I mean, two yeah. out of three are bratty. Hey, you know what? Wise man once told me two out of three ain't bad. That's true. <laughs> that was uh, that was an awesome album, by the way. It is. It continues to be, yeah. It, uh, I love the crap out of that one. I love the crap out of the next one. I didn't buy the one after it because um, not Brushhead Dave uh, said it wasn't that good. I don't know. I just the first one just holds a lot of weird nostalgia for me. Oh yeah, definitely. If you haven't read, haven't uh, listened to uh, Bad Out of Hell Two, Back Into Hell. Also, much. people. We're talking about meatloaf. Bad out of hell. Yes. <laughs> talking about meatloaf. In case you're wondering. Not the food. The singer. Yes, not the food. The singer. Thank because you, sometimes, you know. You know, honestly, at this point, with the way the kids talk about their, you know, being sus and shit like that and not explaining shit to me, I'm happy to not have any idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Like, Jen, what are you talking about? If you only knew. And then someone in the office will pipe up, oh, oh, I got that reference. I understood that one. <laughs> Google it. Gonzo Rice says the fire lady looks good. Thank you. Just trying to layer up some of the yellows. Yeah. It's definitely coming along. What color so, uh, is her, uh, her dress going to be? I think I'm just going to do black because the black really stands out. I'm thinking about trying doing the contrast blacks on it since it's got that little bit of white on there. And just seeing what it does. I'm, I think I'm going to do it like a little bit over here. And I'll just repaint over if it doesn't look good, of course. But Fair enough. Because I kind of want to make her a little bit, you know, Donna Matrix, you know, type thing. Donna Matrix, however you want to say it. Dominatrix. Thank you. Because, I mean, her <laughs> leather harnesses and all that and everything, she's got a little bit of metal down here that eventually I'll paint. But all of this is going to be, you know, black leatherish. Are there a lot of buckles? No, there's not a lot of buckles. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Not a lot of metal. I'll just type it out. <laughs> so you can uh, just throw that in the, the dictionary. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with her. I'm here to help people learn English. <laughs> oh, Legionnaires. Legionnaires wants to know, uh, Gonzo, is she the one that's going to punish you for being a bad boy in uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? <laughs> um, actually, there was a part in there where they're like, oh, are you going to punish me? She's like, I can whip you. I'm like, hmm. 
Wouldn't be the only one. I don't know what I what color I'm going with her hair though. Just don't her don't do the red because it's cliche as fuck. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna oh do. Oh my god! Red. Everybody makes red hair on everything. It seems like. Yeah. Especially busts. Every time That's somebody sees busts, it has red hair. Nowadays, it seems like. Yeah, it'll probably just be brown. Not that there's, I mean, it always looks good, but really. It's overdone. I don't think it would look good with the flame. Not with flame. Yeah, like I said, for for a flame wielder, it's always cliche. You're like, oh, look, red-haired chick wielding fire powers. What? That's so unique. Sorry. Not sorry. No, I'll probably do that brown. The horns, I think I may do. Oh, I like that, Ryu. Uh, give her ice blue hair. Just completely go, <laughs> go different. Fuck everybody up. There you go. Captain says I vote blue, so we can pretend I'm her. There you go. Good then, yeah, yeah, because there would be some contrast, as Ryu. And uh, you could really, it would really set off the object source lighting. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's why you paint on stream, Gonzo. Everyone gives you good ideas. <laughs> That's what happens to me when I paint on stream. Yeah. You get all sorts of helpful ideas. Like, why don't you make that head a pumpkin? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. I got them with my unit squad of rebel troopers. They're all aliens for one guy. Rather than the standard trooper squad, which is all humans and one token alien, I got one token human in my alien squad. Sweet. You know, affirmative action and all that. You know what you need is some electroids from Planet 10. Uh, I mean, you don't say. You need some Planet Johns. 10? You need some Johns, John. <laughs> I feel like if I played Stormtroopers, I'd just name them all Johns. John Paltries, John, John, John Smallberries. John John <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you didn't know, we're gonna, Cassie's going to be talking about a certain movie. I won't because I've already talked about it on a couple occasions. This just happens to be the third time this year that I've watched Buckaroo Banzai. I've, I don't I've, feel like I need to talk about it in the media section, though. <laughs> I'm waiting for the problem with watching Buckaroo Banzai more than once a year. <laughs> I don't see a problem with that. I see no problem at all, no. The more I watch it, the more I love it, and the more sad I am that they never did make another one. Yeah. I feel like they I feel like they could make another one in that universe and, and I mean you don't need Peter to be Buckaroo Banzai. You could you could you don't need a reboot either, but you could you know, take those characters and and do another adventure. You just do it like James Bond. Here's another, here's another Bucker of Bonsai and everything. Why exactly. is Rawhide live again? It doesn't matter. Just fucking enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah, John Boutet. I mean, I mean, I you could do the same thing if they decided to actually go and make a like a Doc Savage movie, like they were talking about. Very, very much some similarities there. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of fun, loving adventure we want. 
Yep, yep. Where, oh, where are the fun-loving adventures? I watched a good fun-loving adventure movie this weekend, too, so uh, I'll just break. I'll be talking about it. Oh. Well, and I mean, it's only, there's there's only, you know. Only like seven minutes. I'm sure you watched like 42 movies. Yeah, we could just like start <laughs> was, talking about Peanuts. And we've kind of exhausted out. the topic to the extent of no one has anything else to say about it. That's true. And we have all sorts of things to say about movies. Indeed. We pretty much already started with Buckaroo Banzai. Indeed. Spoiler, zero. Zero Space Herpes. It's a, it's a... Is it a Casablanca? Oh, it's it's very close to Casablanca. I feel like, because if it's a movie that I can watch three times in one year and still love, then oh, yes. Yeah. It's there, very much close to Casablanca. Come on. Jeff Goldblum in it. Yeah, that's, that's like a seal of quality. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let's turn out much, much better. And the guy, the actor whose name I can't remember now, who played the Kurgan in Highlander? Clancy Brown. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Clancy Brown is another seal of quality. I love when Clancy Brown shows up. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd, of course. Of course. Christopher Lloyd's underrated, really. Like, people only remember him like as Doc Brown. They don't remember Jim from Taxi. don't remember... Oh, man. Okay. I always think the... of Jim from Taxi. He played a fucking Klingon captain in Star Trek Three, yep. and did a good job at it. I forgot about that. Under Kurge. Most good. Magic says, I've always wondered about Buckaroo. Also, everyone could use a little Buckaroo in their lives. Absolutely. Agreed. That's, that's a funny joke they made on a country album. Because <laughs> uh, Brad Paisley used to get a bunch of the older country stars together. They'd do a little combo skit and then song. And they were called the Kung Pao Buckaroo. And uh, little uh, Jimmy Dickens would say, it was with Dolly Parton in that one, like, would you like a little buckaroo? Because <laughs> he was short. Is that like a little German? Yes. I did I did watch Top Secret last week. Oh, I love it. I didn't get to talk about that one last week. But, we're talking yeah. about it now. <laughs> Let's go. But oh my god, Top Secret is a, is a timeless classic. So... And Ryan says, what about German? So, in in the movie Top Secret, the whole movie is a spoof. It's just a, it's a comedy movie played for laughs. And it takes place in the 1950s, you know, during the Cold War and uh, in East Germany. And so... Val Kilmer plays a guy who's kind of like Elvis. He's like a famous teeny bopper singer in the United States. And he travels to East Germany for some cultural thing, an event to sing. And uh, he ends up, the, the movie makes no sense. But it's there's the all point. these sight gags and puns. So, so he's talking to this lady and she says, he asks her if she knows German, and she says, I know a little German. And she looks over to another table and waves, and you see this really short German guy standing there. So she says, I know a little German. And it was, ha-ha, 
It's a sight gag. <laughs> the magnifying glass. The magnifying glass, the giant phone, you know, all these like weird perspective things they do. Yes. The cow. And the entire backwards film scene. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was that was done amazingly. It really it was a Mel Brooks kind of like film, yeah, most magic. But it was, it was actually very done by the same silly. Uh, uh, right, airplane. it was a very silly film. I. <laughs> yes. Much like Camelot, it was a silly place. <laughs> a little German, right? It's funny. <laughs> there you go. I make that joke with my German friends and they all get it. They're like, I know what that's from. It's a funny movie. You but check it out. Because they're all old, like me. Hi, Trash. <laughs> hey, Trash Rama. All right, uh, Gonzo, what do you want to talk about? Um, Is it really? Do I need to switch over? Or? Just keep painting. Okay. It's fine. Um, I watched the movie, and I, let me see if I can pronounce it correctly. Um, give me one second. Almost as if this to be a joke. It is. It was a uh, called Thugs of Hindostan. Thugs of Hindostan is a um, Bollywood style type movie. Oh, you watched another one. Yes. Cool. Uh, and actually, you would probably really like this one, Kathy. It was pretty funny. Um, there, it's about. Uh, of course, it's a big drama where uh, this. Uh, princess her father and mother get killed by uh, someone from the east india company and so she avenges them uh, tries to avenge them where she's also um rescued by her savior uncle that's supposed to protect her at all costs and everything but what makes it funny is they have a character that is kind of like the indian uh, Johnny Depp from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, but he's a thief, and he does constantly gets everything, gets people in trouble, constantly gets people thrown in jail. But he, of course, he's never in trouble, never causes any problems. He always gets out scot-free and so on and so forth. Um, it wasn't real bad in the destroy physics type thing. Uh, but it was really funny. Uh, the characters were really good, especially the um, the roguish character, because he was like always blaming everything on his dead grandmother. Oh, you know, my dead grandmother this, my dead grandmother that. Um, always doing stuff like, oh, you know, the princess is going to come and get you. And he's like, well, of course, I stole her boat. <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. It was It was very entertaining, very fun to watch. Uh, the music scenes were okay. They weren't, you know, the best uh, compared to the other ones I've seen, but it was definitely entertaining. Uh, I give it like a one space herpy um, because it wasn't over the top, but it wasn't, you know, super unrealistic type thing. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's free on Amazon Prime. Um, it is only subtitled, not dubbed. Um, so is that why you I feel like that. I would like it because it's subtitled? Well, no, it's. I thought you would <laughs> like it just because it was good and energetic, and it was you know it was, it was a good quality fun movie. 
Um, watching it was it, it was pretty interesting because it was like, oh, this is gonna be, yeah, he just fucking did that. That's okay. That's pretty good. It had some good, but it is like two and a half hours long, so it is you know. They do like their uh, longer movies. I oh, find yeah, they, they do, but I mean it was it was quality, you know. Thing there, we did take a break at one point because it was like, okay, this is really long. Let's get some other stuff done. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, if you like Indian movies or Bollywood style, go for or it. Or you want to try Indian movies for the yeah. first time because this is only the second Bollywood show you've watched, right? Correct. Uh, I did start a couple of other ones and haven't finished. Start watching Singham. Uh, I know, but I definitely want to try it out because you were telling me about it. Um, I still recommend uh, Bahubali because that was just amazingly fun. I actually suggest that you find something in sort of your genre of choice and find a Bollywood movie that's in that sort of genre. Um, there's some fun stuff there. Oh yeah, there are. I mean, it, it's interesting because I mean, I, I for it to be subtitled, I have to. It has to be really good, or I just you know won't get into it. <clears throat> and it was. It was quality. I was impressed with it. It was it was good and fun. The characters were lovable. Um, the things that they did was pretty cool. So, I was never gonna watch a movie with me. I watch everything subtitled. Crash Rama says I watched Guys and Dolls, Brando Sinatra Nashville, a Robert Altman film from the seventies. I haven't seen Guys and Dolls in years. I was, uh, you know, they were planning on doing a remake of that with uh, Vin Diesel. That didn't get off the ground. Huh. I'm not sure if that would have been good or bad. Just, that's I don't know. Fact. Yeah, it, it I couldn't be any worse than Clint Eastwood and Lee Marvin in a musical western. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I.e. Paint Your Wagon. It's funny because those are two really good actors. Yeah. Well, it was a funny movie. But it was a musical. <laughs> About uh, gold mining in the in the West. It was, Fair enough. It was very amusing. Clint Eastwood actually sings okay, but uh, I mean, he sings yeah. better than uh, was it uh, Sissy Spacek, his co-star in those two movies with the orangutan back in the eighties. Uh, oh, I like those movies. Oh, those movies are fine, but Sissy Spacek can't sing. I'm here to tell you, he he was okay. <laughs> He's not okay. He, I saw some clips on YouTube. No, Eastwood, he was he was okay. He's he's no Danny Allen. Flocka knows what I'm talking about. Paint your wagon. <laughs> I have that movie. Uh, I haven't watched it in a long time. I do own that one on DVD. But, um, I highly recommend it. Like I said, it's free on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm digging Indian style movies because I mean there's some good entertaining. Like I said, this will never, of course, make you know any type of whatever you want to say but definitely fun as shit so that's all you really need yeah these are definitely good fun. quality fun type movies to watch oh yeah beanie on any which way but loose in any way any which way, way you can, can. Yep. yep one is better than the other but uh you know but they're, they're both, both pretty enjoyable yeah honestly this this i think the first one's better than the second one yeah yeah the first one is any which way you can't or 
No, you know what? I don't remember which one. That's not with the fist fight, where it's a little more of a serious movie, not quite all comedy. The second one, if I remember correctly, is all comedy. And it's got the Nazi biker gang. Yes. I remember that. I hate Illinois Nazis. Sorry. So, one face therapy. Very good, very entertaining. Go check it out. Go watch it. Well, I want to talk about fun as shit. Gonzo has an odd sense of things to have fun with. I mean, that's fair, but everybody fun. likes a good bowel movement. I'm just saying. As long as you're throwing it, it's all good. As long as you're throwing it, throw or not to throw it, it's fine. Just say it. Maybe it's not fun, but. <laughs> you know. Okay, we could talk about something else now. <laughs> Off the poop jokes. Off the poop jokes. Okay. Very well. Um, my first movie I, I watched this week was uh, Predator 2. Do I know why I watched Predator 2 on Thanksgiving? No, I just did. This is what happened. I was looking for movie on star, movies on stars to watch before I get rid of the uh, stars All right. uh, monthly uh, sub subscription that I accidentally renewed after watching uh, Outland and Untouchables for Sean Connery. Um, and I'm like, I haven't seen this in a while. What the heck? I'll watch Predator 2. And it, oh, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse is super fun. And it's, yeah. it's leaving Netflix next month. Oh. It does. Good thing I own it. Then it'll probably, well, won't it go to Disney Plus? Possibly. It's Sony, technically speaking. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's a oh. fun movie, though. Yeah. Highly recommend. Great. I think all three of us have, have seen that one. Yeah, all three of us have seen it and gave it zero. I mean, it's, yeah, it's zero. love it. Watched it numerous times. Yep. So, Predator 2 is a sequel, of course, to Predator, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, action movie. Into the Spider-Verse is just a movie instead of a TV series, so you don't yes. need to worry about binging it. No. Yeah. Unless you call binging, like, basically two hours of binging. But it is it is wonderful. I love how they put it. It's animated, and they do such a good job with the animation. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's like a comic book, which, it of is. course, you know. I, they make they, the style they do. They make specific choices in the style, and after you watch that, I suggest you watch. There's a, a YouTube channel that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about called uh, it's it's Cinema Wins. It's the opposite of Cinema Sins, where they make fun of the movies. Instead, he talks about wins in the movie. You know what is good about it, basically, and his coverage of Into the Spider Verse is way deeper than I had expected to ever get into that movie, and it's great. Um, I was just watching it for anything you're interested in, might be interested in. Maybe you feel like you didn't give it a fair chance because he really tries to win a bunch. Sometimes I can't even agree with him because he tried to say everything great about the, uh, you know, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, and I'm pretty sure everything about X Men Origins Wolverine is nothing. Hmm. It is definitely closer to Cats than a Casablanca, but overall I do like it because he, you know, approaches things honestly. It's uplifting, not downputting. Trying to show the good in something, which is cool. So, anyways, uh, Predator 2 is set in the distant future of, uh, or the then future of 1997 <laughs> in a, you know, <laughs> Los Angeles heat wave. John, I has referred to you as Mr. Upright Corner, Upper Right Corner, and I feel like that's a very good name. 
<laughs> you are Mr. Awesome. Upper Right Corner. I'm Mr. It's, upper Right Corner. That's the truth. So, uh, for two, it uh, basically shows, and it shows uh, cops fighting drug dealers, of course, because L.A., and everyone thought that was going to send into chaos. Uh, it apparently didn't so much, but anyways. Um, and the Predator is hunting people in Los Angeles because it's very hot, and the first movie likes to show up when it's really hot. Um, now, they do a good job since maybe you've seen the first Predator, hopefully, or you understand what the Predator is about. There's no real mystery here that it's the Predator. They do, do a good job of having just, you know, quick clips of action, and then, like, he'll show up, and, and like, you'll see the heat rise from the ground, and the same time they're doing the Predator effect, where it's just wavy lines around it, so you can sort of see where the Predator is, and then you see the heat lines, he disappears, which is a cool effect they did. That was an effect they were going for, alluding to in the first one, but they really do a good job of showing it here. Uh, overall, it's just, you know, simple movie. The Predator's hunting people because that's what the Predator does. The cops are following him because that's what the cops do, and the cops are chasing after their drug dealers. And there's a subplot of Gary Busey's character. This is full. Gary Busey not quite being totally crazy. <laughs> who is a government agent who's hunting the Predator, you find out. There is some mystery in this movie, but it's not really much mystery. Who's hunting the Predator to capture it, to learn from it, because he talks about the first movie tied into that. Because, you know, they couldn't get anyone from the first movie and the second one. Um, overall, it plays out with just a bunch of interconnected action scenes that make occasional sense, but not a lot of sense. Like, at one point, it attacks people on a subway, in a subway car, because gang members are trying to hold up people, and all the passengers pull out guns, and then the Predator's there killing everyone because they're all armed, and that's what Predators do. And there was no reason for him to be there. It doesn't even make sense. You sort of get the idea that they're, he's hunting Danny Glover, who's the lead character, directly, but that doesn't make sense either. That's not really his way. So... Makes some sense, but not a lot of sense. Uh, the best parts are Danny Glover, because Danny Glover is great. Um, and then Bill Paxton's in it, and Bill Paxton is great. Uh, he, he's very just shy of scummy. They wrote him, a little, wrote him a little bit for comic relief, but he is at least fun to have there. And he gets to be one of the few people who was killed by both or by all three, a Terminator, an alien, and a Predator. <laughs> That's a steam card. But overall, it ends with uh, Danny Glover fighting the Predator and defeating the Predator in a spaceship, and then more Predators show up. And of course, he does the the standard 80s type of line. He drops up. He's like, all right, who's next? Instead, they give him a trophy, a prize, and he goes out of the, the ship, and it takes off, and the movie ends. It's pretty standard action fare. It's enjoyable. It is... If you don't count Aliens versus Predator and Aliens versus Predator 2, um, or whatever the second one's called, because I standards I haven't watched those too far. Uh, it's the worst of the actual just Predator movies that I've seen. I haven't seen The Predator, the most recent one, but this is the worst of the three, uh, Predator, Predator 2, and Predators. Um, but it's still fairly enjoying it. <laughs> 
Mr. Rauchy was not actually about to go into retirement, but he had a lot of years in there. He didn't quite say I'm getting too old to this shit. <laughs> Though you were expecting him to. And you know that's probably why they hired him. But it's Danny Glover. I love seeing Danny Glover and stuff. He's great. But it's two space herpes. It's enjoyable. It's a well-crafted and pretty solid action movie. But there's not much deeper than that to it. You're like, I need an enjoyable, solid action movie. It should be on your list, but shouldn't be high on your list. So, there you go. Remember um, with your, I'm changing the subject right now, but just interrupting you for a second for Gonzo's painting. With your object source lighting on the ground that you're doing, remember that the further away from the flame you get, the, uh, the more orangey red it's going to be. As okay. opposed to, to doing the the highlights of red like you're doing on the tips of the flames right now. Okay. It'll be the opposite. All right. So darker here, lighter out here. So the flames are looking good with what you're doing with the, the red on the tips of the flames. But yeah, on the sidewalk, it'll be darker towards the outside of the rim of the base. There you go. Well, Kathy, what's your next movie? Did you watch another James Bond movie? I did. I did. I watched Honor Majesty's Secret Service yesterday. That's the uh, the one and only George Lazenby James Bond movie. It was it was good. It's so I feel like, and I've said this, and and John actually said this too, that he felt like it's kind of the unsung one that mm -hmm. nobody talks about, and it actually is one of the best. James Bond movies it's a little different you know because you're used to at this point you're used to seeing Sean Connery only so it's a bit of a shock and they're also it's the first time that they have changed actors so they're trying to introduce this new person at in the same role and you can tell they're kind of not sure that audiences are going to buy it you know, because they're trying to stuff other things in there to let people know, yes, this is a James Bond movie. You didn't go to the wrong movie. <laughs> at least that's the impression I got at the very mm -hmm. beginning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. But also Diana Rigg is in it, and she is amazing as always. Diana Rigg is always amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I knew how it was going to end. And uh, I won't spoil it because a lot of people haven't seen. I know it's old; it's like 1969, but it's a it's a bit of a twist towards the end. So. And I feel like a lot of people probably haven't seen it because it's the one it is. Yeah, it's I I've only seen that one, I think a few times. It just doesn't seem like it gets played with all the other Bond movies for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I've heard from a lot of people. Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, the guy is a very much a James Bond aficionado, and he said the same thing, that he felt like it's sort of underappreciated and doesn't get any credit, even though it probably should. There you go. What? I thought it was interesting that, that the George Lazenby one does seem to be like kind of a, a combination of Sean Connery and Roger Moore in his the way that he plays James Bond I thought it was kind of like combining the two of them which would have been a really great sort of 
transition from one to the other. Yes. But no, no, it goes back to Sean Connery for a little bit. This guy, uh, George Lazenby, just didn't didn't want to play Bond again after that. Which I think he actually stopped acting. Well, he basically blocked his way into that. He he came in saying he had all these you know credits and didn't really have all these credits. Like, which is impressive that he did such a good job, from what I understand, that he did not actually have any movie credits when he went in there, or not the ones he said he did. Yeah, he had no fire from experience until he acted in commercials before there. <laughs> actually, apparently he went in there, and this is rumor, of course, that he went in there saying he had all these credits, but didn't. And then, I mean, did a solid job and then had uh, made a couple more. But uh, he apparently last acted in 1977 overall. That's when his career sort of stalled. And then he was uh, in a... Apparently appeared as like a, a Bond spoof and a bunch of other stuff too based on his Wikipedia account. He's been in stuff through the years, but not a lot of stuff. Yeah. There you go. So, I don't think I've, I don't think I've watched any other films. I think I covered covered all that. There you go. Well, I mean, Bonsai, James Bond. I am working my way through James Bond consecutively for people who didn't already realize that. So next <laughs> week will probably be the next <coughs> one. In, in the series. Now, she's also working her way through my favorite cult movie classics since she's watched, you know, Hudson Hawk and um, Buckaroo Banzai Bonsai here. So it's going I right. loved Hudson Hawk. I own it now. <laughs> well, so. yeah, you should. Hudson Hawk is great. I'm assuming you like that quirky kind of movie. Yes. Well, yeah, fortunately for me, I do like that quirky kind of movie, or I wouldn't have watched Top Secret. <laughs> uh, Gonzo, what's uh, your number two? Um, I played because I was going through some games. I played the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game on PlayStation Five. Um, game's gorgeous, uh, but it's a very short game. Uh, the actual story part of the game is only roughly about three hours long. Uh, if you know how to play it and you leveled up, because once you beat the game, you get to play it again. With all the abilities. So, of course, your first playthrough, you're going through and leveling up and getting all your abilities and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, if you play the actual story after you beat it, uh, which there's, uh, of course, an achievement, the actual story part of the game after you've got all your stuff is only about three hours long. Um, which comes back to going back to Into the Spider-Verse because you can get the Into the Spider-Verse uh, costume in it. And on top of that, you can put in an ability that when you kick and punch and everything, it does the comic book pals from Into the <laughs> Spider-Verse. And you can actually click an ability that makes you swing and fly and move like Into the Spider-Verse, where they have the they cut out every fourth, you know, frame. So you're kind of jittery like it was in the comic in the movie, uh, which I couldn't do. It was just way too much. I could watch it, but couldn't play as that thing. Um the game's great. 
Um, they really captured Miles Morales in this really well. Um, just some of the lines that he says in it. You know, he's not your Peter Parker snarky. He's Miles Morales snarky, which he's, you know, the newbie Spider-Man. So he doesn't say a lot of things. I mean, there's um, <clears throat> when you take someone down um, with a stealth maneuver and stuff, he goes and he whispers, another win for Spider-Man. And it's just, you know, silly, goofy shit like that. that just really sets it apart from the other Spider-Man movie or a game. Um, it was definitely fun. Um, I don't know if I've collected everything, but I've done most, I've done pretty much almost everything in the game. Just some minor things I haven't done. They have a sweet tribute to Stan Lee in there. Um, so, you know, that's in there. They, it has a great, you know, sacrifice because you have to type mentality of Spider-Man and that's kind of what the thing is, is he's Peter Parker is in it and teaching Miles Morales how to be Spider-Man at the very beginning. He's like, hey, there's just things you have to do and you have to, you know, sacrifice because you're Spider-Man. Um, you've got to do the right thing. You don't kill people. You capture people, blah, 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 type thing, which was really good. It, it, it played out really well. I uh, highly recommend it. If you've liked the first Spider-Man, go grab this one. Uh, there's a rumor that the third Spider-Man game will be playing Peter Parker and Miles Morales, um, which would be That'd interesting. Be cool. And I think it'd be even cooler if they had a um, co-op mode. I think that would be even balls cooler. But yeah, uh, highly recommend it. Uh, if you have a PlayStation, go play the Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, the graphics on the PS5 version of it uh, did a compare with the PS4, and it's miles above the rest. Oh, <laughs> uh, highly recommend it. Um, but going back, and we did talk about AC Valhalla uh, for a little bit. Um, the story in Spider-Man is great, but AC Valhalla as a game beats out the Spider-Man game. Um, I was very doubtful of playing a, an Assassin's Creed Viking game. Because, well, they don't sneak around and, you know, whatever. And in the game you can play as either one. You can play as a very, like, sneaky Viking. Doesn't work for me. You can play a... Viking. Yeah. A, a Viking that assassinates. Or you can play, like, a bow Viking where he uses, like, bows. And and I was like, no. They're like, hey, you got to go in here and kill, you know, the leader of this castle. Okay. And so I do the Viking thing and just charge through everything and just kill everything. And, you know, play the Berserker bar, uh, Viking. And it works. Uh, you can play in different play styles. Uh, the story is really good. There is a ton of shit to do in this game. The game is huge. Uh, and it is one of the most gorgeous games I've ever seen. Uh, right now there's a small bug with a new patch. Um, that when you take a screenshot it doesn't save and you can't grab it. But as soon as I can I'll post up some screenshots. I mean it is just... The graphics, everything is just unbelievable in this. I can't believe how awesome this thing is in the graphics department. Um, Cutscenes, you don't even tell the difference between a cutscene and a gameplay scene. Um, and the load times are like nothing. Um, I plan on doing pretty much every single thing I can because there is so much to do in this game. I think, like I said, I'm 56 hours in. 
and I haven't finished the main story. And um, I still got a ton, a ton of things to do. And I just love running through the game. Um, the snow is incredibly awesome. Uh, Everything is great about this game. There's, I, I rate this as like, there is like, I'm giving it one space therapy because there has been some bugs uh, that I've noticed of climbing. And I think I'm locked out of a quest line in Valhalla because uh, something bugged out. And so I'm just waiting for a patch to come through. But it's not, it doesn't stop the story mode. So I, everything's okay. It's just another part of the story. Uh, highly recommend it if you got console or, you know, whatever and you like the AC games. Go get it because this does not play like an Ashron's Call or not Ashron's Call, uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Um, but it is very fucking good. I highly, highly recommend it. Oh, the graphics. And like I said, I'm take, I, I've taken a bunch of screenshots. Just haven't, dev- haven't done anything. So, haven't been able to post them I, up. Uh, I discovered a, a video game that has tempted me more back into video games than any other one I've seen for a while. And it's because, I, and I just remembered what I did on Thursday night. Um, I watched a friend of mine stream this game called Paradise Killer. Mm-hmm. And it's a murder mystery where you are an investigator on this, this island and it's, it's like in the future and you are going through and talking to people and trying to find clues to see who murdered these people. And that part in and of itself intrigues me because I like murder mysteries. But the setting and the graphics are so weird. It appeals to my sense of completely out there, off the wall weirdness. Just you're just like, what the what the does that lady have a goat head? What? <laughs> and another guy who was in the stream watching it too, one of the people I play Shadowrun with, he's like he's like this is what I imagine a Decker sees when they go into the net <laughs> with this kind of animation and stuff. It just, uh, it looked really, really fun for me. It's a very quirky and weird thing. And I know there were other people who were like, this is entirely too bizarre. So I could see that this is a game that would probably not be for everyone, but it, it it really intrigues me. Bright eighties retro colors, exactly, exactly, Scotty. Does anyone on this island have pants? Do they need pants? I mean, they're on an island. Well, not to shock everyone, I actually watched the second movie this week. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Blue Thunder. That's what was on Amazon Prime for free. Remember that I hadn't watched it since I listened to the. My podcast cover figured I'd give it another uh, watch through, and uh, sweet, it's it's really cool. I think when you're a kid, you watch Blue Thunder, you're like, "Wow, man, this helicopter movie's got a lot of talking scenes in it." And as an adult, you're like, "Wow, this cool techno thriller's got some cool helicopter scenes, cool too." <laughs> uh, if you don't know, basically the idea is Roy Scheider is a uh, helicopter pilot for the LA Police Department. We love Roy Scheider. Yep, and his uh, his. Observer uh, is Daniel 
Stern in one of his early, early roles. And, uh, you know, they end up getting, you know, in trouble because you do. You know, he's sort of the in-trouble guy. They're worried about him. He's It's another early depiction of PTSD without calling it PTSD. Um, very glad we actually have that terminology now so people aren't just calling him crazy or whatever. Um, and they're actually looking into that. But uh, And uh, eventually they need someone to help test a military helicopter which has been nicknamed Blue Thunder, uh, by piloting it over the city because they won't let their pilot, who is, uh, uh, what's his name? Malcolm McDowell plays. You know, they won't let their pilot. They want someone from their division to do it because they know all the stuff. Um, and it becomes a techno thriller. You know, there's some stuff going on. You're like, is that actually related? And then it turns out it's all related. It's actually very cool like that. I think it's old enough that most of you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to give away any of it, but it is a combination of cool sort of techno thriller. You get a little bit into Roy Scheider's character. Um, the best is Warren Oates, um, who, if you don't know, is an older actor who passed shortly after this movie, who plays his sort of uh, captain, who is great. He's He would be my perfect, you know, thought if I thought of a the, one of those police captains who's, you know, gruff but still likes the guy. He does it perfectly. Uh, through the whole movie, he's he's super fun. Roy Scheider's great in it because Roy Scheider's great in general. Um, but it's just a cool early techno thriller that I think everyone should watch. And it's on Amazon Prime for free. So if you uh, haven't had a chance to watch it, I'd go check it out. I give it uh, maybe maybe one space rupee. It doesn't necessarily age perfectly well. Some of the things are like, but you gotta remember, this is a movie from 1983, so it was filmed prior to that. It's, it feels a little 70s, but uh, it's super cool. I was just checking it out. Cool. I mean, I have some more guys, but we'll hold them off for the next one because uh, it is technically 8.30, and it is the end of the podcast. It's 8.30. It's time for me to watch Harlan's Heroes on Zoltaris' channel. But it's 9.30. It's time for me to go it's, it's kill some more Saxons. Eastern. It's time for me to go watch Harlan's Heroes on Zoltaris' channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we really appreciate y'all coming in and listening. Really appreciate y'all yep. doing whatever. With uh, Rainer and uh, stayed for the most of the show. Appreciate yep. it. We yes, appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Hit that follow button. Who hung out with us. Yeah, check us out. We're here every Sunday. And, and I am here every day, not every day of the week. Uh, I'm here four days a week during the afternoon painting. So I do have a painting stream. I paint miniatures. Uh, right now I'm working on the Ancient One from Shadows of Brimstone, getting him finished up. And after he's done, it will be my first, uh, my first experience painting with oil paints after that on a few busts that I have. And that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 3 p.m. Central for Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know. Maybe we can get John to start streaming some games. 10 o'clock at night if you're in Europe. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I'm going to actually send y'all to Cutthroat with the Cure. Uh, Cutthroat Cure um, was a friend of mine. We'll be uh, raiding him. But we want to say thank you. Um Please, please, please wear your mask. Please be safe. Um, be careful. Be careful out there. Um, if you got to go out, be super smart. Uh, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. 
And I'm totally, when this is done, opening up Steam and going to go get Paradise Killers because, goddammit, I want to play that.